Hello and welcome to the 68th episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. Today, I'm going to be ranking all the brawlers in the game from worst to best uh, in 1v1s. So pretty much how I made this list was I thought of um, like each brawler and if I were to have to play them in a 1v1 and I would be going up against a random brawler on a random map, how much would I like to play that brawler if I'm trying to win? So... Like, for instance, a brawler like Mortis um, or Shelly, they might be very good against uh, a few certain brawlers. And if you're in that 1v1, you're basically guaranteed to win. But if you go up against, like, any other brawler, you're probably going to lose if you're using Mortis or Shelly. So I kind of just went, like, overall. So brawlers that are good in 1v1s against pretty much everyone are at the top, and brawlers that are only good against a few people or good against nobody are at the bottom. So I thought I would clarify that before I got into the episode. But, yeah, let's get right into the ranking. All right, so unfortunately, coming in last place, it has to be Dynamite. So Dynamite in 1v1s really isn't favored versus anybody like, on a few maps, he might be favored versus some people if the map has a lot of walls, but I'm just going off of, like, a random maps, and on the majority of maps, Dynamite is very bad on. And, yeah, he's really not going to win 1v1s against pretty much any brawler on your average map. Like, he can beat some throwers, but even against the throwers, he's pretty bad. He's probably the worst for 1v1ing other throwers as well, so... Yeah, I just I put Dynamite last on this list. He really doesn't I really don't think he's favored versus anybody. So yeah, I think Dynamite's pretty easily the worst one v one brawler. So coming in at 36 is gonna be Tick. So Tick, kind of similar to Dynamite, really isn't good against anybody. I did decide to put him slight like up slightly higher because uh, he pretty much is, like, equal to Dynamite against uh, the rest of the field. But then against throwers, I think he's uh, favored because of his uh, first yeah, because of his first star power, um, which is the one that starts to heal him two seconds earlier. Uh, this one is very good against throwers because he's constantly going to be taking damage because they can also hit Tick over a wall and Tick is just able to continuously heal and keep on applying pressure without having to stop for long periods of time to heal. And then once he gets his super, there's a good chance he'll actually be able to get the kill, but Tick is still very low because against any non-thrower, Tick is very bad. So coming in at number 35 is going to be Jesse. So Jesse just overall is a very bad brawler for 1v1s. Like, her damage is really bad. It's super easy to dodge her shots. And, like, like I said, even if she hits her shot, it's not really that much. It's not going to, like, make your opponent need to go back and heal. She's really only good if she can get her turret down. And if she can get her turret, then she is pretty scary. But even then, the enemies can kind of just, like, run away from it. And, yeah, Jessie overall, not that great. I really don't think she's favored against anyone. I mean... I could see her being like a dynamite or something if she's good at dodging. But yeah, overall, Jesse is not that great. So coming in at 34 is going to be Frank. So Frank, I mean, he kind of just gets bullied by pretty much everybody. Like, because he stops to attack, it's really easy to just stay right out of his range and continuously poke at him. And he needs to get up very close to brawlers for him to actually hit them. 
And I mean, once he gets his super, he's very good if he plays it correctly, like kind of hiding behind walls, using his high health to sponge up all the damage until he can find an angle and kill the brawler. But it's pretty hard to get Frank super, especially in a 1v1 where there's not a lot of brawlers clumped up. And yeah, he really just kind of gets taken advantage of in 1v1s. The only reason he's not last is because if you have his sponge star power, he has like 10,000 health, which is just so much and allows him to survive a lot and kind of just wait until your opponent makes a mistake. But still, he's really not that great. So coming in at number 33 is going to be Penny. So Penny, uh, sort of similar to Jesse, uh, I just find her to be very weak in a 1v1. Her attack uh, speed and damage is just too low to make her good. Um, the reason I have her higher up than Jesse is because her super is more versatile. Like, uh, if she needs to, she can chuck it right on top of the enemy and activate her gadget with the, um, what's it called? I forgot the star, the one that all the cannonballs shoot out when it last blast, the one where all the cannonballs shoot out at the nearest enemy. That can be pretty useful and it quite often catches people off guard. But also she can put it behind a wall and just have it go to town and it just kind of makes it a 2v1 and it's really hard to kill especially if you put it behind the wall and you're not going up against a thrower but still penny can kind of just get killed pretty easily especially if you're going up against a faster brawler who can really easily dodge her shots so yeah penny definitely not that great at 1v1s so coming in at number 32 is going to be nani so Nani, I feel like her damage is good, and she's pretty good against tanks. Like, I would say she's favored against the majority of the tanks. But other than that, she's really not that great. Like, her damage is very good, but it's very hard to hit her shots. She doesn't have the longest range. And also, her reload is just too slow to continue to get consistent damage. Like, maybe she'll hit the enemy once or twice in a row, but then she's going to be out of ammo, and then they can just go back, heal up, and continue to apply pressure to Nani. And Nani's health really isn't good enough, and her movement speed isn't either to dodge shots well or take a lot of damage. And her super also is pretty bad in a 1v1 because it leaves her very vulnerable when you're using it. And yeah, I mean, if she is able to land the super, there's a good chance that she's going to get the kill. But generally, if you're in a 1v1 with Nani and you use her super, you're not going to get the kill unless you unless you manage to get behind a wall, which always isn't the easiest thing. And even then, you still can get killed. So uh, coming in at number 31 is Shelly. So Shelly is pretty much like Nani. I really want to favor her versus anybody that isn't a tank. But then against the tank, she's basically an auto win. Like, it's pretty much impossible for a tank uh, to beat a Shelly that plays her correctly. Like, she can just slowly chip away because she has longer range than pretty much all of the tanks. And then um, once she gets her super, uh, the tank won't be able to approach her because she can just blast um, them in the face. And yeah, it's just pretty much impossible for a tank to win. The only way they could win maybe as if they play the waiting game and like hide right behind the wall until the Shelly gets aggressive and tries to attack um, and then like get uh, two hits off before she's able to get her super but yeah in general Shelly's very good versus tanks but then versus everybody else she's terrible so yeah Shelly number 31 so number 30 is Mortis 
So Mortis is kind of like Shelly, pretty pretty bad against the majority of brawlers, but then it's basically an auto win against throwers. Like if the Mortis is decent at all, like if you've played Mortis for a few days, you're going to be able to basically kill any thrower no matter what. So Mortis is a guaranteed win versus the throwers. And then he's also actually favored in a few matchups, especially versus squishy brawlers like Piper, but he's really not favored against any tank and also a good amount of like the mid-range brawlers with higher health. He's really bad against. So yeah, Mortis number 30. So number 29 is going to be Barley. So Barley I have higher up than Tick and Dynamite. Mainly because of his gadget. His gadget really can save him from tanks because Tick and Dynamite really struggle against tanks because the tanks have faster movement speed, so they're able to dodge their shots a lot easier. And they also have high health, so they can like even take one or two hits from Tick or Dynamite and still be fine and not have to run back and heal. Um, but Barley does have that gadget who who he can use to really like shut out tanks sometimes. But usually if he uses that gadget, he's not going to get the kill in a 1v1 quite often, especially if the tank knows it's coming. They'll make sure not to rush him until they have like full health. Um, but yeah, and his super is kind of underwhelming as well. Usually the brawler is going to be able to get away from it. But I mean, sometimes you can pick up a sneaky kill with his super. But, I mean, still overall, he's a thrower. Like, his, he's just, like, too low health. Movement speed's not good. Range is not that great. And damage is also not that great. So, yeah, that combination does not make for that good of a 1v1 brawler. So, coming in at number 28 is going to be Piper. So, Piper, obviously very good on longer range maps. She's able to really dominate there. I mean, probably in a 1v1, I would go with snappy sniping most of the time. Just because you want to be in the um, open field where Piper really uh, shines. Um, But, I mean, really anywhere but a super open map, Piper is not going to do that well versus the majority of brawlers. Like, she can uh, get her super sometimes, which can be used to help open up the map. And also, if she gets into a bad spot, she can just use it to uh, escape. But, I mean, her health is too low, and once you get up close to her, her damage is really bad. And if she doesn't have her super, she's going to die. So, I mean, she can be good on some maps, but then on other maps, she's really bad. And just overall, even on maps that aren't, uh, like, that aren't, like, super bushy and wally, but also aren't super open, she's pretty bad on. So, yeah, Piper, uh, number 28 on this list. So, coming in at number 27 is going to be Bull. So I believe Bull is the, yeah, he's the second worst tank, only behind Frank for 1v1s, mainly because his super really can't be used to do anything for the 1v1. Like, usually if you're charging in, it's not going to end well. You're just breaking more walls uh, that you could be hiding around. And it's very easy to dodge a Bull super and usually just kill him while he's charging. He can be solid, though, with that tough guy star power because that does give him a lot more health. And his gadget will also just kind of help keep him alive. So he can rush a lot of the those like lower damage brawlers that aren't faster than him. But then he also just has a lot of very bad matchups, mainly against like mid-range brawlers that have a good amount of health and damage. He's like very bad against. And then he's kind of not that great against other tanks as well, especially if they have super, like, he's not going to be able to beat an El Primo super or a Rozo super. 
So yeah, he does kind of struggle against other tanks, and he doesn't have that many great matchups. So yeah, Bull coming in at number 27. So number 26 is going to be Poco. So Poco actually is decent for 1v1s, believe it or not. Mainly just because with his gadget and his super, he just has so much HP. Like, it's very hard to kill him. He pretty much has, like, 10,000. And in 1v1s, like, Poco can just kind of, like, use all three of the gadgets and not be mad about it because he's just trying to win the 1v1. And the Screeching Solo can actually be pretty decent, especially, like, I find quite often you can get uh, brawlers pretty low with Poco. And then there's, like, and then they're like, oh, I'm in trouble. I should get out of here because... He doesn't do that much damage, so I can get out of here. But then you just use that Screeching Solo, and you're able to kill them or just prevent them from healing. And, I mean, his damage is very bad, which is the main reason he's not that high. Like, he can really struggle against some of the higher damage tanks and also longer-range brawlers he's pretty bad against. But Poco actually is not terrible for 1v1s. So coming in at number 25 is going to be 8-Bit. So 8-Bit... He does kind of have sort of a cheat for 1v1s, which is the extra life star power, which can be uh, very good, especially against tanks. Like, if 8-Bit didn't have extra life, he would definitely be even lower. It's just because he can really be taken advantage of by any brawler that has, like, equal or longer range. He's in very big trouble. The throwers are also super good against him because he can't, like, get out of their way. And... Also, on a map that has, like, even a medium amount of walls, mid-range brawlers are also able to approach him pretty easily and take him out. But the extra life definitely does help out a lot. Like, he gets two lives for the 1v1, which is kind of overpowered. And yeah, it can help him win a few more matchups that he usually wouldn't, but it's also not amazing, especially if, like, he's already being destroyed, so... Yeah, 8-Bit is at number 25, but he can definitely be much lower if you don't have his star power. Um, So, I apologize if I, like, read the numbers from now on, uh, like, one-off, because I did uh, miss Gale when I was doing this ranking, and I was, like, looking for who I missed, and then I found out it was Gale, and Gale was pretty low position, and I didn't want to, like, rewrite where two-thirds of the brawlers were on the notes app because that would take like another 10 minutes and I just didn't feel like doing that so all the numbers from here are uh one too low I'll try my best to convert them but it's possible I'll mess up one or two times so yeah I apologize for that if it's a little confusing but anyway on to Gale at number 24 so I mean his range and damage are fine like it's pretty hard for people to dodge his shots but that's all they really are fine like you can like a lot of the tanks can usually play their cards right with walls and just kind of avoiding him and unless gale has his super the tank's going to be able to get a very easy kill gale is just also pretty bad against long-range brawlers but i do find him to actually be pretty good against mid-range brawlers for 1v1s just because He's able to dodge a lot of Brawler's shots, and they're not able to dodge his. And then also, yeah, like his super is pretty good against tanks. If he's able to get that, that he can kind of just reset the 1v1 if he does have a super. His jump pads, really, I can't see being that useful. Maybe he can escape from a tank or like get on top of a piper or like a dynamite. He can like jump over the wall to fight, but 
I feel like in general, his gadget's not that great. And overall, his damage, health, and speed is just a little too low to be that high up on this list. So coming in at number 23 is going to be Mr. P. So Mr. P, he can be pretty good on a good amount of maps just because, especially with his first star power, he has pretty good range. And he can also hit over walls, which makes him very good against throwers because they have a tough time dealing with him. But he does struggle against tanks because tanks can like usually just rush him. Mr. P's only gonna be able to hit one of his two like briefcase bounces. And yeah, he gets in big trouble if a tank rushes him. Like Mr. P is more of a team-oriented brawler, but he definitely is solid. Like I think he's kind of 50-50 versus the mid-range brawlers. And then versus long range. I'd say he's actually favored against most of them because he can kind of use walls to his advantage. And then also if he's able to get that super and chuck it behind the wall, it's kind of like pennies. It's just basically like another teammate, which is just so good for 1v1s. But he does kind of get wrecked very badly by a lot of brawlers, which is why I couldn't put him up too high on this list. So coming in at number 22 is going to be Colt. So Cole definitely could go up a lot higher on this list if you're like a pro with him, but I'm kind of just going off your average player. I feel like Cole, he definitely can do good. Like he's pretty good against tanks um, if you're able to hit your shots, but if you're not able to, the tanks are just able to really take advantage of you. And then he's very bad against brawlers with fast movement speed because they're just able to dodge his shots so easily. But especially, like, um, combined with his um, speed star power, he's able to deal with a lot of the longer-range brawlers fairly effectively. Um, it's, yeah, if he's able to dodge their shots, he can do very well. He can, deal, he can also, like, use his super to really apply a lot of pressure on pretty much anyone. Uh, but, I mean, he does kind of get destroyed by quite a few brawlers, which is why I couldn't put him too high up on this list, but... If you're good with Cole, he's definitely a pretty good option for 1v1s. So uh, coming in at number 21 is going to be Leon. So Leon, he's very weak in 1v1s. Um, like really, he's just going to be doing like 200 damage a hit because it's very risky to get up close with Leon. And he can like dodge some of the longer range brawlers for a while, but he's not really going to do that much. He's just going to be kind of poking away. But if he manages to survive when he's barely doing any damage and he's able to get a super, you pretty much win the 1v1 against, I feel like, almost anyone because it's very hard to beat an invisible Leon even if they, even if you do know that they went invisible because they can just go into a bush and then just wait you out because in a 1v1, uh, there's not like any objectives or like other brawlers that can hunt him down. So he can kind of just sit in that bush for a while until the enemy like isn't prepared for him. Then he uses his super, gets right on top of them, and gets the kill. So if you're able to survive to a super, he's very strong, but that's a big if. Most of the time, you're not going to get your his super, and then he's just going to die pretty badly. So uh, coming in at number 20 is going to be Sandy. So Sandy is sort of like Leon, except I like um, him a little bit more just because I find he has slightly more consistent damage because he's able to kind of like poke around walls and his damage never does like 200 hits, more like 1,200. And yeah, he's overall pretty solid. And then if he's able to get a super, he can really push the enemy back into a corner and usually kill them. 
He's pretty good against a lot of the longer range brawlers because he does have slightly above average movement speed. He is fairly weak to tanks, though, because he has a bad reload speed, which can make him just kind of vulnerable because he doesn't do enough damage per second to take out the tank before they're on top of him. So um, coming in at number uh, 19 is uh, Tara. So Tara... She's kind of like get her super and then try and win. It's kind of like Leon. Uh, it's basically like Leon. If she's able to get her super, she's pretty much guaranteed to get the kill. But if she doesn't, she's fairly weak. I just have her slightly higher up than Leon because uh, although she is worse against longer range brawlers for her dodging abilities, I think that she's just a lot better versus mid-range brawlers, and she can beat long-range brawlers, depending on the map. But yeah, against mid-range brawlers, Tara's actually pretty good. She's able to get some good damage, and um, charge up her super fairly fast. So, um, yeah, coming in at number 18 is going to be Sprout. So, Sprout is the best thrower for 1v1s, in my opinion. I mean, once he gets nerfed in the next update, Barley will move up to number 1. Probably, well, maybe Sprout still might have a case, but he's pretty strong, especially with his wall super. He's able to block like tanks off from getting on top of him, and um, he's able to kind of just use even like a few walls to really like to his advantage because he has such a long range. Yeah, and then if he needs a wall, he can just use that super. He can also use the super to kind of trap the enemy so they can't really escape um, one way and they, they're forced to confront you. But Sprout does struggle against quite a few brawlers. And if somebody gets on, basically anyone, if they get on top of him, Sprout really cannot kill them at all. He's just not built for that. So he can be good, but if somebody is able to dodge him and get on top of him, he can't do anything. So, uh, coming in at number 18 is going to be Max. So, Max, I mean, he's mainly good because that very fast movement speed can kind of just allow him to continuously dodge. And yeah, and that also, um, with his reload star power, he is just able to uh, continuously reload, keep applying pressure until he gets that super. And then once he gets hit that super, he's able to rush up on a lot of the brawlers and just take them out fairly easily once he gets up close. The reason he's not up higher is he's very bad against the majority of the mid-range brawlers from what I found. But yeah, he overall is pretty solid. I mean, his gadget can also be used to, like, dodge a super or something that could be coming his way. So yeah, he's pretty middle of the pack for 1v1s, in my opinion. So, um, coming in at number 17 is going to be El Primo. So El Primo, basically just a better version of Bull for 1v1s. Like, they both pretty much have the same range. But El Primo just has higher health um, and also his super, if he gets it, he comes from like slightly like not favored versus the majority of the brawlers to basically he can beat anybody. But that requires him to get a super, which is fairly hard. I think he's very good against the majority of the tanks, except for maybe BB. Well, BB's not even really a tank at this point with all of her health nerfs. Yeah, El Primo definitely can do good. His health can really allow him to get on top of Brawlers. And if he's able to get that super, it's game over. And I have him higher up like than Tara and Leon because he doesn't need his super to win. Like He can just kind of use his health and movement speed and damage to win the 1v1. But then he does kind of get shut out by a good amount of Brawlers as well. So I can't put him too high up on the list. So coming in at number 16 is Rico. 
So I think Rico is kind of just a better version of Cole for 1v1s. Just because any map that has walls, Cole is fairly weak in. But Rico is able to take big advantage of those maps. And his super is a lot easier to hit. It's like he's able to use it like very good in 1v1s. It can be used to take out a lot of the longer range brawlers, which he's weak against. And then also his movement speed star power can really help him survive against maybe a tank that's not like right on top of him. Uh, I can kind of just help him run away from a mid-range brawler or a long-range brawler. So, I mean, overall, he's fairly solid, but he's definitely not, like, anything, like, crazy good. So, coming in at number 15 is going to be Nita. So, Nita, she's, like, very good versus the tanks. She's just able to charge her super, and once she gets that, she just chucks it down on top of the tank, activate bear paws, and hyper bear does the rest of the work. And then I like her against... Um, actually, like, this might seem a little surprising, but I like her against long-range brawlers as well. So this is mainly because she has pretty good HP, so she's able to take a few hits from the longer-range brawlers, like Brock and Piper. And then once she gets her bear, she's able to just kind of, like, use it as a body shield and push right up on top of them until they get into her range. And she's also pretty good on Wally maps because she's able to kind of, like, hit around walls if you play her correctly. So yeah, I think Nita is definitely a fairly solid brawler, but I'm not a big fan of her versus other mid-range brawlers. So coming in at number 14 is going to be BB. So BB, I would definitely recommend the speed star power for most of the 1v1s because it allows her to dodge the longer range brawler shots and kind of just apply more pressure on the mid-range brawlers. And, I mean, obviously, BB's great versus tanks. She's able to use that knockback to keep them off her and, like, use her extra speed to catch back up, hit them back, and just prevent them from healing. And then she can use that bubble to get the last hit of damage in, maybe even two hits if you aim it correctly. And she's also very good against long range because she's able to dodge them very easily, just apply pressure, and then... Even if she like hits a Piper once and the Piper is able to super, she's able to use that bubble to finish her off. She is pretty bad against the majority of like high DPS uh, mid-range brawlers, which is the only thing holding her back. But yeah, BB definitely um, good for 1v1s. Probably would be like top 5 if she hadn't been nerfed a billion times. But yeah, she's definitely pretty good for 1v1s. So coming in at number 13 is Rosa. So Rosa, I feel like, is just a better El Primo. Her range is slightly longer. They have same movement speed. I mean, her health technically is lower, but she's able to use her super to pretty much avoid death the majority of the time. And yeah, it's just super strong. She's able to rush tanks, go for long range, even kill a decent amount of the mid-range brawlers. And her uh, gadget is, like, very good for applying pressure on long and mid-range brawlers because it kind of just lets her push up the map. And, obviously, that plant life star power is just really going to help her just gain a bunch of health throughout the game and do pretty good against some of those slower chip damage brawlers. So, coming in at number 12 is going to be Brock. So, I like Brock a good amount. He's kind of just a better version of Piper. Like, even at long range, his damage isn't that much lower. And I feel like it's actually slightly higher, if you think about it, because of Rocket number 4. It allows him to just get more shots off at long range, which will help him out more. But also, he's really good at close range on, like, Piper. Like, even if a tank gets pretty close to him, he's not screwed. He can uh, just start to spam his attack. Um 
four times and he can usually burst down in the majority of brawlers. Like obviously there's a few where he can struggle against. And then that super, don't forget about that. It's very good versus tanks if he's able to get it because he can just blow up their cover when they're trying to heal. And if he somehow gets it versus a thrower, it's very good. But he does tend to struggle against like those mid-range brawlers. Like I feel like mid-range brawlers are actually pretty good against long-range brawlers just because usually they're able to dodge them fairly well. But yeah, so he's pretty bad against like fast brawlers, but he can definitely, um, like if it's a good Brock, he can definitely do pretty well against majority of brawlers. So coming in at number 11 is going to be Spike. So Spike, obviously he is um, fantastic at bursting down tanks. He can use that super if like he ever gets in a bad position versus tanks. Even he can also use that gadget to get some extra damage in. And then I like him against um, a lot of the mid-range brawlers because he can kind of like peek behind the peek like out of a wall, chip them away, and just continue to do that. And they can't really rush him that effectively without getting bursted down very fast. He does struggle pretty heavily against those long-range brawlers because usually he's not going to be able to hit them consistently. And also his super really isn't able to like have the range to hit them. And usually he just gets two shot by the majority of the long range brawlers because his movement speed is not good enough to dodge them like very well. So yeah, Spike will be coming in at number 11. So coming at number 10 is going to be Bo. So Bo, I think is just like, he's like not favored versus a lot of people, but if you're a very good Bo, you can beat almost anybody with him just because like, He's pretty good against tanks because they ha- they have trouble rushing him because he just has pretty high damage and the mines can also block off areas. He's pretty good against mid-range brawlers because it's kind of 50-50 versus mid-range brawlers, I'd, I'd say, because if like you're able to hit your shots with him, you're going to be able to do a lot. And especially if you can pinch them with your mines, you can really uh, be able to kill them fairly easily. But then he can also struggle against them sometimes. It really just depends who it is. In long range, I think he's also 50-50. Like, sometimes he's able to use the walls very effectively and get on top of them. But other times, he kind of just gets three-shot out of the game. So, yeah, Bo is definitely a fairly safe pick for 1v1s, but he's definitely not dominant. Um, So, before I get into the rest of the top 10, um, I'm going to pause and, uh, like, just take a break because the max amount of time that you can record a segment for is 30 minutes so I don't want to go over so I'm just going to quickly pause it and replay all right so I'm going to be going slightly faster because I don't want this to be too much longer than 30 minutes um so coming in number nine is going to be Jackie I mean she's just so good at killing brawlers with her gadget like if she's able to use her gadget and get on top of them the brawler is most likely going to be dead but her main weakness is if she fails on both of her gadgets, she gadgets she's in big trouble. Like she's not that good against the mid range, long range, or tanks without her gadget. But if she does have her gadget, it's pretty much like a free kill. It's so strong. But if you're able to counter the Jackie correctly, you can be in some trouble. So coming at number eight is going to be B. So I think B is kind of the best of the long range snipers. So that being Brock, Piper, and B. Mainly because um, her slow is actually very strong against pretty much anyone because, like, 
like she's just able to slow them down and basically get free damage on them, which is very strong. And she's good against tanks, obviously, because she has that gadget to slow them down and her super can be used. And her damage is also very good, so she can two-shot a lot of the brawlers that she's 1v1-ing and three-shot basically everybody. Um, so yeah, B, definitely a very good pick. So coming in at number seven is going to be Carl. So Carl, I think, used to probably be the best 1v1 brawler. I think he's kind of dipped down after he like, kind of just fell out of the meta after he was like the best brawler in the game. But he's definitely still a top 10 1v1 brawler. Like, his range, damage, health are all just very good. And then his super can be used to finish off a kill or escape in a pinch. But, I mean, he can be slightly weak because his damage up close is pretty bad, especially if you're not able to bounce it off a wall correctly. So, yeah, but Carl definitely is good in the majority of circumstances. So, coming in at number six is going to be Gene. So Gene is basically the strategy is kind of like the Leons, Taras, Franks, kind of just camp, try and survive until you get your super and then win. But Gene is a lot easier to do that because he has super long range. So he's able to um, just like continuously chip away, like basically against everybody. And then even if somebody manages to kind of like use walls and get up close to him, he still has two gadgets, which he can use to knock them back. And if he's in an open field versus a longer range sniper, he can use that gadget also to kind of just gain enough health to survive one more shot from them. And then once Gene gets his super, it's game over versus pretty much anyone. He can just use that super, pull them in, kill them before they can attack him. And even if it's a tank, he can pull them in and get like two hits, two or three hits before they come right to him, gadget them back, and then just finish them off. So Gene, just so strong, does need a super to be good. So if you're able to like um, kill him before a super, like that's kind of the main strategy. But once he gets his super, it's very hard to beat a Gene. So coming in at number five is going to be Daryl. So Daryl is just mainly good in 1v1s because... He, like, doesn't need to fight to get his super. So, since it's a 1v1, there's not any other brawlers. So, he can kind of just camp behind a wall for, like, the first 30 seconds of a game until he gets his super. Then, just wait until the right moment and dash right on top of them and get the kill. He This strategy does struggle against a few certain brawlers that are, like, either able to, like, just... They have faster movement speed and are just able to kind of, like, just, like... I don't know what, like, what am I thinking? Like run uh, while he's using the super and get like right out of point blank range. And then also he just kind of weak to like some of the other tanks. Even if he rolls on them, he's not really guaranteed to get the kill. And if the brawlers are good enough and they can stay out of his super range, he does struggle. But I mean, getting a free super that can kill anyone if you get right on top of them. It's just so strong for 1v1s. So, coming in at number three is going to be Ems. So, Ems is greatly improved by her gadget. Like, she probably comes from, like, middle of the pack to number three on this list just because of that gadget. It gets rid of her really only weakness, which is someone getting on top of her. But then if they do, she just uses that gadget, pushes them back, and then can just burst them down with three shots because it knocks them right into her max damage range. So yeah, she's able to basically deal with anyone. I mean, really the only time that she's not favored to win is against 
maybe like a Brock if it's more of an open map and a few mid-range brawlers, but basically everyone else she's very good against. Especially if she gets that super, it's game over pretty much no matter who you are. So coming in at number two um, is going to be Crow. So Crow, um, com- like with that fast movement speed combined with that like consistent chip damage, it's very hard to kill him. He can basically dodge all of your shots and then he can hit you because he has very good range. And then he can also prevent you from healing because that poison on uh, like... Uh, just continues to chip away at you for five seconds, which doesn't sound like a ton, but in Brawl Stars, it's so much time. Like being having to wait like ten seconds to heal after you get hit by a crow is so brutal. And he is the like tied for fastest movement speed in the game. So if you get hit by him once, there's really nothing you can do to avoid getting hit by him twice. Even if he gets caught off guard, he still has that gadget, which usually allows him to survive. The majority of like close-up altercations and then once he gets that super there's nothing you can do he just uses that gadget super is right on top of you he has a 60 percent shield and he just did like 3,000 of your damage and he has three ammo there's really nothing you can do once he gets his super so yeah crow very strong but not the best so coming in at number one i'm assuming a lot of you guys guessed it it has to be pam so I feel like Pam might be favored against literally every single brawler in the game. Like, it's just so hard to beat a Pam. Like, her health is very strong. Like, she's not going to just get, like, two or three shot by a Brock. Um, and, like, even if a tank rushes her, her damage is super strong. And she's just able to usually burst them down and get her super out. And and against mid-range brawlers, uh, I feel like her health and damage is just better than the rest of theirs. And especially if she gets that healing turret, she's just able to continuously attack and attack and attack. And the enemy really can't do anything about it. I mean, her range is just so good. Her damage is so good. Health is so good. And she doesn't even really need to dodge because, one, her health is very strong. And two, usually if someone's attacking her, she's going to be able to hit them as well. She just has really no bad matchup. Like, she counters Crow, which is pretty much the reason why I put her at number one. Like, that uh, healing is very good against Crow, especially with that uh, first star power and gadget. Like, if a Pam gets her super against Crow, it's good game. Like, the Crow can't do anything about that. And, yeah, she's just so strong. Like, I think she's favored against every single brawler. Maybe there's one that she's not, but... If you had to do a 1v1 with any brawler, I would definitely pick Pam. So that is going to be all for the rankings for how good all the brawlers are in 1v1s. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Brawl Time Podcast. So before I end the show, I would like to remind you to leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the podcast. It really helps the podcast grow, and I'll shout you out in the next episode of the podcast. So I don't have any new five-star reviews to read out today. So that's pretty much going to be all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I'll see you in the next episode.